Yelit Marinovich, your host. Welcome back to Strength in Words, a family enrichment program for parents, caregivers, and infants and toddlers of all developmental levels. Each week we get together to sing a few songs, discuss some ideas for play, and outline some insight about early development. This series is time for you to be together and to feel like you're doing something good for and with your baby, small child, or multiple young children. Please follow your child's lead. I am a speech and language pathologist, and I specialize in work with very young children, but this is not to be confused with speech therapy. This is what I call family enrichment. All suggested activities are meant to be enjoyed by your baby under close adult supervision. For a more complete story of Strength in Words, please listen to my introduction episode or visit my website, strengthinwords.com. Okay, before we get started with the rest of the show, I just want to take a minute to say I have some very exciting projects up my sleeve. I mentioned a few episodes ago that I'm working on a Strength in Words album featuring some of the favorite songs from previous podcast episodes. And hey, I always welcome suggestions. So if you have any particular favorites, go ahead and write to me to let me know at ayelit at strengthinwords.com. The second thing, and this is the first time that I've spoken about this, so I'm really excited to share it with you guys, is a very cool project I'm working on for those of you who are currently pregnant or have young infants or are looking for a really great gift for a friend who's about to have a baby. I'll be speaking more specifically in the coming months, but basically I have been putting together what I call an infant curriculum for families, which delivers the developmental information and useful supportive activities for interaction that you're used to getting from Strength in Words straight to you in a week by week format, taking you and your baby from birth to 12 months. If this sounds intriguing to you, you can head straight to my website, strengthinwords.com, and find out more about all my upcoming projects on my new products and services page. Let me know that you want to know more by clicking on the link, and I'll also be giving you my new ebook, Simple DIY Infant Activities to Support Development. How's all that sound? Okay, let's get started. Hello everybody, hello everybody, it's nice to see you here today. Hello everybody, hello everybody, it's nice to see you here. We can start by saying hello to the people who are with us. Hello to a yellow, hello to the singers, hello, 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 hello. Hello to the babies, hello to the toddlers, hello, hello, hello. Hello to the children, hello to the grown-ups, hello, 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 hello. Hello to your friends, hello to my friends, hello, hello, hello. Since I don't know your name, I will help you sing the song and you can fill it in. Ready? Hello to your child's name, hello to your name, hello, 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 everybody, hello, everybody, hello, hello, hello. Let's say hello to some of the fun activities we can do with our little ones to promote their experience with messy play. 
Hello to the finger paint. Hello to the water. Hello, 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 hello. Hello to the shaving cream. Hello to the Play-Doh. Hello, hello, hello. One last time. Hello, everybody. Hello, everybody. It's nice to see you here today. Hello, everybody. Hello, everybody. It's nice to see you here. Young children learn through movement and touch, and from the beginning, interact with others by way of observation and imitation. As an infant becomes more mobile, he becomes more able to try new things through practice and experience. We have spoken in previous episodes about the way infants learn holistically and experientially, and how open-ended play materials and activities are often very powerful for learning. Today, I want to focus on one of the areas of play experiences that I think some of us tend to shy away from, messy play. Ah, messy play. I think the image that often comes to the mind's eye is of walls and floors splattered with paint or an extra load of laundry and a lot of extra work. Let me tell you this, messy play can be a big ordeal, but it doesn't always have to be. Yes, summertime is often a great time to ensure the least amount of mess by getting young children outside on a surface you can easily spray down, but there are a lot of ways to integrate messy play opportunities into your little one's life, even in the dead of winter. I'll talk a bit more about how you might do that and why this is so important from a developmental perspective in just a moment, but first I want to share with you one of the activities that has been a long-standing favorite of my son's from the time we started introducing solids when he was about six months old. It's one of my favorites because it's so easy to integrate opportunities for learning concepts and for exposure to vocabulary, and it's one of his because he gets to touch and play and create with color and texture, and he can get it all over his body, including inside his mouth. Within at least the second half of the first year of life, One of the most obvious opportunities for offering textural experience is through food. Yes, I know, there is the common common adage not to play with your food, but for a baby, the idea of playing with food is a completely appropriate way to engage with it, or with any other object that comes anywhere near him for that matter. Looking at the introduction of food as a sensory experience can actually be a great way to help ease any anxiety or unease with introduction of solids, especially for a little one with any kind of food aversion or sensory issue. With my own toddler, we still occasionally use purees of bright colored foods for art projects. I obviously present the activity differently than I would prepare a meal or a snack, So the association between eating and painting is not the same, but he gets to eat anything that he wants within that activity. Listen to one way you might make this into a multi-sensory experience. We are going to paint and play, paint and play, paint and play. We are going to paint and play. Let's do it now. Okay, look, we have an orange color from a mango, we have green from a kiwi, purple from a beet, and red from a tea bag. What color do you want to start with? Hmm, looks like you're not sure. Well, I'll show you how I paint with my finger. I think I'll start with orange. 
I spread with my finger up and down, up and down, up and down. I spread with my finger up and down. Look at me now. Oh, wow, look, you put all your fingers in the purple beets. I bet that will be beautiful on the paper. Oh, my, you're painting your body instead. What a pretty color. You're painting your body with purple beads, purple beads, purple beads. You're painting your body with purple beads. Look at you now. Your tummy's so purple. I'm going to take the tea bag and plop it on the paper. Plop, plop, plop. Look, it's making little red marks. Oh, you want to turn? I see how you're holding your hand out. Here you go. You're plopping that tea bag on and off, on and off. On and off, you're plopping that tea bag on and off. Look at you now. Oh, wow, I really like the pattern that made. Do you want to use any other tools? We could dip the sponge or the brush in the paints to see how that changes the way the paint looks on the paper. You're looking at them. Here, do you want to choose one? The basting brush, great idea. I'll use the sponge. Oh, you dipped it in the kiwi and you're putting it in your mouth. How does it taste? You can see that I used the painting activity as a way to introduce a variety of experiences. I may have planned a painting activity and I modeled a few ways that I used the materials for painting on the paper, but I also accepted and talked or sang about what my baby was doing and how he decided to explore the materials and ensuring that he was playing safely allowed the activity to become a body painting activity, an exploration of tools, an eating experience, all the while providing my own feedback auditorily, meaning that he could also listen to what I was saying to him in a musical context, providing a melody and using words that applied to what is happening visually in front of us. Let's sing another song before we continue our conversation about messy play. One you might use to calm or use on the way to sleep. Lady moon, lady moon, where are you roving over the sea? Lady moon, lady moon, whom are you loving all that love me? Are you not tired with rolling and never resting to sleep? Why look so pale and so sad as ever, wishing to weep? Lady moon, lady moon, where are you roving over the sea? Lady moon, lady moon, whom are you loving all that love me? Messy play. We spoke earlier about the fact that the introduction of any object or activity to an infant or toddler will be seen as a play activity. You might be familiar with the quote from Maria Montessori, play is the work of the child. As we have discussed in previous episodes, a young child learns through experience and interaction. When we give our young children opportunities to explore textures, whether bumpy and smooth or wet and dry, we give them opportunities to learn. 
When a young child can play with materials that allow them to explore the environment with all their senses, there is a lot of learning happening. What we refer to as messy play is some, simply what happens when a child is able to engage in rich textural experiences. When your baby is able to freely explore the world of texture, he learns the concepts of slimy, smooth, wet, bumpy, etc., and he learns that what he does with his body has an impact on the objects with which he plays and on the world, cause and effect, and he learns about vocabulary when you talk about what he or the two of you are doing. Since this kind of play is naturally open-ended, he learns about self-expression and creation. He learns about what it is to investigate and problem-solve when he manipulates materials. As one of my favorite child development researchers, Alison Gopnik, likes to say, he gets to practice becoming a quote-unquote little scientist. That brings us to the question of how to provide these experiences in a way that we as adults are comfortable. And this is where we must get a little creative and need to give a little forethought to the ways in which we can structure the activity so that we're okay with the kind of cleanup that will need to happen at the end. So we use a wipeable or hosable surface. We make sure that plastic trays, bathtubs, old tablecloths, tarps or large pieces of paper are available inside or outside, depending on the kind of activity we offer. We use safe tools and we provide supervision. Most importantly, and we'll talk more about this in a future episode, we involve our young children in whatever way possible and make the cleanup into another activity of its own where imitation, play, and success are valued above getting the job done quickly. Thanks for being here. See you later. What will you do the rest of your day? Goodbye to the babies. Goodbye to the toddlers. Goodbye, bigger kids. Goodbye, all the siblings. Goodbye to the grown-ups. Goodbye to the singers. Goodbye, I yell it. Goodbye to this music. We laughed and we played. We're getting very clever. This is what counts being here together. Thanks so much, everyone. For instructions to create and ideas for how to use your very own DIY edible finger paint for infants and toddlers, you can head over to my website, strengthandwords.com. You can find us on iTunes and Stitcher as well as straight from the website. And if you enjoyed this episode, please do subscribe, rate, and review on any and all of those forums. If you feel inclined to support what we're doing here at Strength and Words, you can do so by visiting my website and clicking on the link to either make a one-time donation or by becoming a patron of Strength and Words on Patreon. I'll be here again next week.